0: Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle, and it is, what's the date? Is it March 15th or March 14th? Oh my gosh, I forgot what the date is. I just worked, it's a Friday, March something or other, and I just worked with a medical student doing a makeup test. What I do for a living is I model for art classes. They draw me and they paint me and they sculpt me and I've modeled for photographers as well, mostly nude, sometimes costume, sometimes portrait. And I've done this for 27 years. And then about 21 years ago, I started working with medical students in addition to art students. And so I'm a basically I'm a model patient, which means I pretend to be a patient for both physical exams as well as uh like i 'm given a script and I have aches and pains or some kind of medical issue that could be an emergency or it could be something mild, and the students have to practice diagnosing the patient and coming up with a treatment plan, and they have to do physical exams on us to you know test our reflexes and our vital signs and practice doing all of that and I just love hearing. Latin terms of the anatomy and it kind of overlaps with art modeling in terms of Latin terms and talking about the muscles and the bones and I'm just always been fascinated by medicine you know to the point where I've watched surgery on video and I look things up all the time if I'm curious about something medical and I'm very uh, obsessed right now with nutrition and getting myself leaner and leaner and leaner. Uh, on a semi ketogenic diet, I don't do a strict keto diet. But what I do is a a low carb, high healthy fat. And the irony is that the more fat I eat, I mean, I don't eat tons of fat intentionally, like extra fat. But they say that you are what you eat. So if you eat junk food, then you are going to be junk in terms of your health. And if you eat, because you know, they say that maybe you you're not what you eat, because if you eat fat, you don't get fat. Some people think if they eat too much fat, they get fat. But my experience has been if you eat the wrong kind of fat, like hydrogenated oil, vegetable oil, processed oils, uh, cheap, you know, um, soybean, cottonseed oil, uh, certain cheap vegetable oils that they put in processed foods is very, very different than eating uh, like animal fat that's in the animal, and butter, and cheese, and eggs, and cream, like whole fat that is made by nature. And so I do think that you are what you eat. So if you want healthy muscle and healthy fat, then eat healthy muscle and healthy fat. So I have been going almost practically full-on carnivore lately, and I think the answer beyond the duality of vegan versus carnivore Uh, environmentally speaking, they say that the monocrops of the agriculture are the real problem and not, you know, the meat industry and factory farming is really awful. Uh, But I don't think the solution is for everyone to become a vegan. I think the solution is to go beyond that. And the solution is to change the way we do our farming and our agriculture with both plants and animals, vegetables, fruits, Uh, meat, dairy, eggs, all of it could be improved upon, and more like how the Amish people do it, which is more organic farming and rotating the crops and fertilizing the soil with animal products like blood and bone meal and manure, the old-fashioned way, the way people used to do things. In the olden days, before we invented all of the weird chemical processes that we do now, um... So basically I am getting leaner and stronger and healthier and I just work with medical st- a medical student and I'm really honored and happy and grateful that they asked me to come in uh just to do a special makeup test. There's two or three different medical schools that I work for, two main ones and then a third one that i go to every once in a while for medical modeling actually no there's two let's see there's four basically there's four (laughs) there's four medical schools that i've worked uh as a medical model with and the two main ones have asked me to be a special makeup model and so i'm kind of honored and proud that i'm a very patient person and i'm very reliable and I show up, and I'm very kind to the medical students. Like I, I have to give them feedback, both positive and negative, and I'm good at that. Although I could be a little more critical, I think I, I tend to not want to um, freak them out by being overly critical. Um, but you don't want to be underly critical. You want to make sure that you give them an honest assessment of uh, both their physical technique and how they touch you when they do physical exams on you. Make sure that's professional and and yet not too clinical cuz some medical students when they palpate my tissue I feel like they're touching a cadaver and they're not think of me thinking of me as a live person but maybe they're nervous or a bit detached or they don't want to be affectionate because you know when you're a doctor you're not supposed to be affectionate and and or you know sexual in any way so you have to be very professional but at the same time you you should touch somebody in a caring empathetic way in a medical professional empathetic caring way and so I find that the best medical students are the ones that that know how to touch me like they have you know they palpate my tissue as they call it in medicine and you know to feel your tissue to see what's going on with your glands and your muscles and your joints etc to assess what's wrong with you or to make sure that there isn't something like edema or swelling in your legs. So I I find it fascinating, and the best students are the ones that sort of touch you in a kind, caring way, and yet not overly personal, because that would seem kind of unprofessional and flirtatious or something, and yet not so cold and clinical that you feel like you're a cadaver, and they're just touching you like you're not even really alive. Uh, So there's a difference so I, and then, also, the way they talk to you should be kind and caring and empathetic, but also professional and medical and and, and a bit clinical, but again, not so cold and detached that they 're just in their head and they 're not really caring about you, but then not just touchy feely caring and not like super duper knowledgeable about medicine and professional you know expertise et etc so i 'm basically fascinated by working with medical students and i'm also feeling really really good physically my body is getting lean and strong and i just feel like my whole torso is changing i've always had extra belly fat so i think i've burned my visceral fat around my organs and my tissues as well as subcutaneous fat cuz there's there's two kinds of main two main kinds of fat in your body there's the subcutaneous fat that's just under your skin and then there's visceral fat I hope I'm saying this right, visceral fat that's around your internal organs, which you really can't see. Some people actually look thin and yet they have a bunch of fat around their internal organs, which is not really very good for you. And you can burn that off and you still look thin and yet you're a lot healthier than if you're thin and you have visceral fat. So Uh, It's not a body judgment, but I'm just talking about health and the way somebody looks. Like somebody could be kind of overweight and yet not have a lot of visceral fat and be insulin sensitive. And then somebody can be thin and yet be very unhealthy and insulin insensitive or have insulin resistance, they call it, which is maybe the key to most diseases developing. So basically, I feel like I'm becoming a lot healthier. Even though there's a lot of mainstream news now about how keto is dangerous and uh, you're gonna get a heart attack or you're gonna get um like weird heart arrhythmias or whatever, but when they study so called low carb diets they're usually actually higher carb diets, like forty percent carbs you know or low carb is way lower than that um, mostly what I'm eating is a lot of meat and cheese and eggs, but I'm eating like pastured grass fed organic no hormones no antibiotic type uh, animal products and I'm eating whole fat cheese from Italy and Switzerland and France and like made from grass fed cows and grass fed butter. And I'm feeling really good and I'm leaner than I've ever been. Like in high school, I was about as lean as I am now. I'm now 50 years old and I'm probably about 155. My goal would be 140. I'm five foot eight And my highest weight, I think was like 214, like 10 or 15 years ago, I think I was pretty chubby. Although I carried it well, I exercised, like even when I was at my heaviest, I was riding my bike and walking and even jogging and I was actually pretty healthy considering that I was carrying a lot of extra fat on my body. I didn't even realize um my bones and muscles are really not as big as I thought they were because I'm not a small person. I'm five, eight and a half and I'm Norwegian and I have big shoulder blades and I have like a rib cage that's probably as large as a man's. Like I don't have like a little skeleton, but my skeleton and muscles actually aren't as big as I thought. And I, I kind of had an even layer of fat over my entire body And I'm a nude figure model as well. So I definitely have seen myself head to toe from every angle. And everyone else that's drawn me has seen me from head to toe. So my whole body's changing. I can see my bones and muscles and landmarks better. And the only thing I don't like about my weight loss or my fat loss is my boobs are kind of shriveling up. I I had breast reduction surgery because I used to have 38 triple D breasts. And they were really uncomfortable for me physically. And um, I had breast reduction in 1993. Uh, and so I went from a 38 triple D to a 38 D after surgery, but now I'm basically at a 36 or 38 C. I might even be heading into a B cup. I'm I'm basically getting, I'm getting so lean that my boobs are just like my breasts, I should say, not boobs. My breasts are getting a lot smaller, which kind of freaks me out, but I am uh, 50 years old. So my hormones are changing, but I still look good and I'm still a nude model and I'm fine with it. I plan to be a model for forever, like for the next 20 years. If if people still want to draw me, I'm going to keep modeling. I'll be like the Mick Jagger, Jane Fonda of figure modeling. In other words, I'm going to age really well and stay healthy and strong and fit. My hair will turn silver or white. My mom's hair is really beautiful. She doesn't dye it. It's totally natural, and she's in her 70s, and she looks beautiful, and her hair just kind of turned this beautiful silvery color with streaks of blonde and kind of reddish and silverish and and blondish and whitish and so her hair looks really beautiful and I'm hoping my hair will age in the same way that my mother's hair has aged which I think it will because my hair looks the same as my mom's did when she was about my age so I think I'm going to age really similar to my mom and just be healthy and strong and it's just so exciting to me to have my belly fat finally burn away I tend to gain weight in my belly area Um, And I'm not saying this to body shame anyone for having extra weight on their body. I'm just talking about physical fitness and health. I'm not talking about thinking you have to cosmetically look a certain way, like Hollywood style or whatever. But I'm talking about me as a figure model. I notice my body and I notice how I feel. And just walking up a flight of stairs, like even when I was at my heaviest, I was walking upstairs, avoiding elevators, getting lots of exercise. And it was a lot harder to walk up the stairs, although I was fit enough to do it. I had really good strong muscles and heart and lungs, pretty good cardiovascular fitness even when I was chubbier. Uh, so that's that's the same or better. My cardiovascular fitness is better. I think I have less visceral fat. But I noticed just walking up staircases is a lot easier for me than it was when I was heavier. And again, I'm probably about 155 or sixty right now. My goal will be 140. But I don't really care what I weigh. I just want to be lean and strong and healthy. Um, so I'm not really obsessing about what I weigh as much as how I feel. And my clothes are fitting better. My waist is tapering in. I used to think I had a strange skeleton. I, I kind of have narrow hips. My, uh, I'm kind of built like a guy a little bit. Like My shoulders are kind of larger and my ribcage and shoulders are larger than a lot of women's. And my hips are narrower than a lot of women's, and so I guess I'm some kind of an apple body type. I'm not a pear. Pear is when you're small on the top and larger on the bottom in terms of your rib cage and your bones and your muscles and your fat. I have a tendency to carry weight in the middle, and then my arms and legs are thinner. Uh, but now my waist is tapering in in a way that is so exciting to me because when I wear my pants, I'm having to wear belts, and my my waist is just getting narrower. And I just feel so good and I look good and my rib cage, everything just feels good and I just feel lighter and I feel healthier and stronger. And again, I'm eating a basically low carb, hardly any sugar, high fat. I'm eating lots of delicious food that I love and I'm not eating a lot of fruits or vegetables. I'm eating mostly meat and eggs and uh, whole fat cheese and some grass fed unpasteurized or not no wait it's pasteurized but it's unhomogenized yogurt that's grass-fed but I don't need a lot of that because it's got some carbs but uh, I'm just feeling really good drinking black coffee and water I have occasional ice cream last night I had a slice of birthday cake at someone's birthday and, and it it tasted great actually but then my stomach felt kind of gross after that but it tasted wonderful I still eat you know occasional like birthday cake and ice cream and occasional popcorn, uh, occasional sushi with rice, but I generally don't eat any grains and I just feel so good. So thank you for listening. I just wanted to give you a little update that I'm really proud and happy and want to go beyond the duality in life, beyond the duality of male versus female, beyond the duality of left versus right politically, uh, although I lean way to the left, but I'm more of a pragmatic... Uh, democratic socialists swirled with capitalism um, and beyond the duality of thinking you if you care about the environment that you have to be vegan, uh, there are meat eaters like i'm one of them, carnivores who care about the environment, uh carnivores who care about uh the agriculture industry and uh, support organic farming of both plants and animals, agriculture and those different things. And so thank you for listening. Again, Tom Petty widens my jetty. (laughs) and Tori Amos and Tom Petty uh, are sort of like my service musicians, like service animals, but they're my service musicians. So thanks for listening. Have a great day. And I realize not everybody will agree with everything that I've said in this broadcast, but I'm happy to share and there's room for different opinions in the world. And thank you for listening. Have a great day. My name is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle. And I have a website, shannonkringen.com. Or just find me on Instagram, Goddess Kring, G O D D E S S K R I N G, Goddess Kring. I'm on like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and. Uh, Flickr I have over 6,000 photos I've taken on Flickr and they're free to publish under Creative Commons license and I do multimedia art as well as I'm a full-time model and I have a weekly radio show called Goddess Kring and then I also do these random recordings on Anchor so thanks for listening and have a great day if you want to send me any questions or comments um, feel free and uh, just go to shannonkringen.com and find my email or find me on social media Have a great day. Follow your dreams, everyone.